Hawkeye Recap. Short audio episodes about Iowa Hawkeye football, basketball, games, and players, and articles from the last 100 years. Visit us at HawkeyeRecap.com. Thomas Michael Suter, along with Pat Hardick from HawkFanatic.com. Thank you, Captain Steve. Morning, Pat. Morning. Big football game coming up. And hey, just so you know, Brian Hurley's going to be calling in here. Great. A little bit after, well, he said he's out in Portland. And um, talk about his website that he just started. He's a, he's a sponsor for Hawk Fanatic now. And oh, talk to him about that huge field goal he made in the 1993 Alamo Bowl to avoid a shutout. He's one of the few players that has the distinction of saying, hey, I scored all the points for the Iowa football team in a bowl game. Hey. Now, the 30-3 to nonsense in 16, the, that was Keith Duncan. What, didn't he make that field goal in, in that game? In 16? When they got pounded in the Outback Bowl after the 16. <sighs> C.J. Beathard's last game. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, Dunk. Yeah. Duncan was the kicker that year, wasn't he? Because then Racinos came back and kicked in 17 and 18. So, yeah, I don't have the scoring chart. But wasn't that game 30 to 3? I think it was. Yeah, so there's, I mean, I mean, he does have the, he scored their only points. And good trivia question. And who scored, here's one, who scored the touch, who scored Iowa's only touchdown in the 97 Sun Bowl? Don't know. You'd never guess it either. No. Because eventually I, I, you'd say, well, Tim Dwight or Tavian. No, it was Rashard Carter. Yeah. Re- receiver from New Jersey. So you can use that on some of your Hawk friends. Bet him and just say, I bet you would never guess who. Was that his only touchdown? I, I, he may have had one other, but it, was, it wasn't obviously a Warren Holloway moment by yeah. any means. But, but it, he didn't have many. And I just remember that was, God, that was a miserable bowl game. Yeah. I mean, the 93 game was different. You just knew, and Brian will tell you, California was better. They were just a oh, way yeah. better football oh, yeah. team. Iowa wasn't very good. No. Hayden did a, a hell of a job just to get them to six wins to get to a bowl game, but then they got matched against a team that should have been at a better bowl, and they just took it out on Iowa. It was just a complete mismatch. Yeah. Well, I have tried to blot that out of my memory bank, but, yeah, it was ugly. First bowl game I – first game I covered because I started covering them in 92 and they didn't go to a bowl game that year they went five and seven I I still remember walking down the corridor of the Alamo Bowl and um I think it was set and just seeing Cedric Shaw he just was so depressed after that I mean because you know he was from Texas yeah. redshirt freshman and what have you but I will say they came back Cedric's junior and senior they what they win eight they won seven they combined to win 17 games his I still say that 96 team was better than nine and three they had no reason losing to Tulsa Remember that? Oh, God, yes. They flew down there the day of the game. And then Hayden did his interview. They felt disrespected. And And that was a big narrative and storyline. And Hayden did the interview afterwards, and it was literally like in a furnace room. And they put him on top of a box, and he's like, ah, this is fitting for the way we played. You know, I mean, Hayden tried to dismiss, but I think that did come back and haunt him. They never did that again. Yeah. They never did that again. Hello. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello. Hey. Pat, yeah. um, I always remember Richard Carter. Mm-hmm. Two C's uh, in his name. He was in yeah. one of my sociology classes, believe it or not. Okay. And he was a super nice guy, and I was so happy that he scored that touchdown. Yep. And I will, I will remember that and his name for probably forever. Well, then you would have known the answer to that question. You're better than I, Suter. Yeah. Way better. I didn't, have, I didn't have my phone with me. I was outside. All right. Well, somebody does know that answer, but no, and I'm sure Richard, I don't know what he's doing now, but... Um, yeah, he's an answer to a trivia question. Yeah. 
<laughs> this could be Brian here. Let's let's I, hope it is. I hope it is. Hello. Yeah, this is Brian. Brian Hurley, yeah, Brian. how you doing? This, this it is. How you doing? This is Pat Hardy. Long time no talk, man. I haven't talked to you for years, but it's good to finally catch up. Yeah, thanks. And um, we got Tom Suter here and Captain Steve. And you are calling from Morning. are you calling from Portland, Oregon, right? I am, yep. Okay. Well just I've been out here about about seven years ago. Okay, what brought, what took you, uh, just for our listeners, this is Brian Hurley, former Iowa kicker who... City High as well. City High, and um, I will say the answer to a trivia question, who scored Iowa's only points in the 1993 Alamo Bowl, and, um, and um, that was Brian Hurley. Do you remember how far that field, it was not a close, it was a pretty far field goal, wasn't it long? It was 42. Okay, four, okay that's considerably long, but um, what brought you out to Portland? What are you doing now? Yeah, after college, I went out and got a job at Rockwell Collins up in Cedar Rapids. Okay. Huh. And they have different locations around the, the country. So I ended up moving down to Florida for five or six years, went back to Iowa, and then they had a place out here in Wilsonville, which is just south of Portland. So wanted to change the scenes, and so that's what I transferred out here to work there. You like it out there? I do, yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've uh, been... We're actually going to be re- relocating back to the midwest here um but yeah it's been great it's uh, it's a lot different than iowa and uh, a lot different than florida but uh i enjoy it ha, go a ahead, whole Tom. lot different than florida yeah, florida is <laughs> humidity and yeah, sweat box I, I lived in florida for a year how's it how is it a lot different than iowa brian just from day to day um i just say that you know they're a little bit further ahead. I mean, obviously, Iowa City is pretty progressive. And mm-hmm. um, what, when I went, I came back to take some classes at U of I, um, probably 2009-2008 time period. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took some sustainability classes. And so that's what attracted me to come out to Portland because they have a lot of good programs out here for how they're dealing with the environment and, um, you know, what companies are doing in terms of being good uh, community stewards and uh, volunteer programs, stuff like that. So that was what attracted me. I want to come out and kind Neat. of see what what was going on. So, do you have any uh, food rescue uh, programs out there? You know, where people pick, take the food from the the restaurants and the grocery stores and take them to the agencies that need them. Do you have anything like that? Yep. Oh yeah, they've got quite a few different yep. organizations. Um, that's that's a big challenge. I mean, they also have a lot more. Uh, a larger scale problems to deal with mm-hmm. the homelessness pretty pretty bad and yep and yep. so yeah but they i think that also attracts people there because they know they're going to get help and so it kind of has a um they have a good programs that makes it almost overwhelming because people know that they're going to get some help if they come out this way so yeah iowa city um, has that same kind of reputation of sure. getting a lot of folks from the chicago area but well good that's uh that's well, Brian, cool. talk about um, your website that you just that um, you've got going. Just kind of what what it is. Let our listeners know, and just kind of what you hope to achieve from this. The new Hawkeye, the Hawkeye website. You got it's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. I set up a website maybe like a year and a half ago. It's called HawkeyeRecap dot mm-hmm. and basically after the games, you know, I'd, there's an Iowa bar. There's there's actually two Iowa bars out here in Portland, and so. I'll meet up with some friends there. Um, there's a couple of former players that will meet up as well. Like Cliff King was, was out here and okay. Carl Jasper. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Bradley, I think, moved out here recently. I think he played back in the early 80s. Uh-huh. Um, and then they'll randomly we'll have people come out 
and uh, show up. Tim Dwight showed up a couple times. Ed Gibson. So we'll get some. Uh, Larry Blue will come out with Larry a couple Blue. others, like Danon Hughes. Uh-huh. And so, anyways, after the games, I like to go back and watch the highlights, um, especially basketball too. Like I don't have like a. I'm not, I don't have a subscription to watch, so I, I'll listen to the game and then I'll watch the highlights. And just try to go back and find all the videos of the game and wait for the videos to get launched of the highlights on YouTube or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I just try to keep them organized for my own personal benefit. And then, so I start figuring it'd be nice to have all this in one spot in a website. And I've done some website design in the past, so that gave me the idea and then I just started building on it and then this year with COVID I've had a lot of extra free time so I really put a lot more effort into building out the details in there mm-hmm. and, and basically what I'm trying to do is kind of capture a lot of the history mm-hmm. of the football and basketball program. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So just getting all the sport scores, finding videos if they're out there mm-hmm. and sometimes I found some really random places that uh, some pretty cool older videos of games starting to build out like the old coaches and the uh, players and have just like a summary of their career plus what years they played and and so that was just been kind of a fun little research project and i'm just trying to get the word out that uh, i want uh if people have additional content or yeah that's what i'm gonna say media guides or you know um game uh, guides or who knows what else that has content out there that we can get online because prior to when I was in school, the internet was pretty new, so I think the Hawkeye Sports had a website, mm-hmm. but it was pretty minimal on what content was in there. Yeah. So. Well, I actually had somebody who was listening to one of our podcasts because you sponsor. They reached out to me and wanted to know if they could, if they had videos, they could send them to you. Right? That's what kind of what you're trying to spread your name, so you can get people to hey, you know, this guy, you can get people to send you videos if they have them. Right? Unique videos of Iowa sports over the years. That kind of what you're looking for. I'm. I don't have the setup to do that quite yet. Um. Um. What I've been doing is just grabbing the things off of YouTube that already exist there, okay. or whatever video platform. Okay. So, um, if there was a demand for that, I'm sure I could figure out a way to get it converted okay um so yeah that's please reach out we'll figure out a way to get okay. them online somehow because tom i bet you probably know i mean i mean with all the oh i've got i've got some interesting t- i like the hawkeyes march to final four i have those all on video and uh really where'd you get those i can't remember interesting so that's kind of the stuff you're looking though for isn't it brian yeah if someone has the ability to do some conversion from tape to the online digital format that'd be great to connect with okay they do i have that set up but they do have people that do a lot of people that do that you can go online and just type in you know vhs digital and and there i mean there's a couple places in iowa city that that do that so so brian you were at iowa what years were you at iowa because when i moved up here i think you um, would just finish city high yeah so i graduated city high 92 walked on 90 92 the fall season and then a redshirted uh-huh. um and then played uh i started as the hunter with nick gallery that's right. so, so we traded off the first couple games and then it was pretty evident that he was a better punter so he took on and um took that job and then i moved over to kickoffs and uh, todd romano was the kicker at the time yep. and then that last game i think that was the first game i started was al mobile 
So that was my first field goal. Okay. Awesome. I do remember um, And then that. I got a scholarship at the end of that season. Uh, so that was pretty, pretty exciting. What and was... then, like, uh, the after the next couple of years were really up and down. A lot of people don't remember. But oh, I do. <laughs> I lost yep. the job the next year going into the 94 season. To and, who? Who'd you uh, lose it to? Todd Romano. Oh, okay. So you and Romano. That's right. Okay. Okay. And that team. Yeah, went... We went back and forth a little bit. Uh-huh. And then I ended up gaining the, the job back later in the 94 season. And then we didn't go end up going to a bowl that year. No, you're right. So we just, I ended up the season. 95, I think I actually kept the job through spring ball and then started the year. Then I lost the job second game <laughs> after missing a, uh, an extra point and a field goal at Iowa State. And, that's, uh, and then Todd took over, kicked, I think, a field goal at Iowa State and then missed an extra point as well. And then the next game, Zach Bromer came in, and then he Rudy. kept uh, the job for the next year and a half. That's while right. I was there. So what was and your... then I got moved over to long field goals, and I was also doing some short punts during that time too. That's right. What you... was your and longest? Then we kind of kept that same program for a while. What was your longest field goal, Brad? Um, Fifty-four. That's right. That was my wow. senior yeah. senior year against uh, against Iowa State, so that felt good to kind of redeem myself a little bit. Brian, if I remember correctly, you were what was your size? I mean, you weren't not small. When I came into Iowa, I was six four, one sixty five. Okay, you were skinny, but I knew you weren't then, short. Yeah. <laughs> and then I graduated. I was two fifteen. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. I'm yeah. About fifty pounds. Yeah, and then okay, so your last year was ninety six team. The ninety six that was your senior right. year. I still say that team was better than nine and three. It had no business losing to Tulsa, and I'm sure you agree. I still say that was that oh, team yeah. was loaded with NFL players. There was like 20 NFL players on that '96 team. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and I, it was you know, I didn't realize that we would be kind of the last good Hayden team. I, I didn't either. Sure, the team after us would be uh, the '97 team. I was kind of hoping I was figure out a way to get an extra year of eligibility because. Um, they were really stacked, but, but they yeah, it just didn't work out that year for and, some reason. And you know, and I don't want to throw Rudy on Zach on it, but Zach Brommer missed some. Yeah, big, he missed a couple of big field goals against Northwestern and Wisconsin. And I remember there, there it was frustrating. That was probably the most frustrating season I ever had covering a team because that team was just better than so seven Br- and five. Brian, do you yeah, remember sure. what Hayden's thought process was to fly down on the day of the Tulsa game instead of the way you usually did it? You remember that? Yeah, I don't. I remember. Yeah, that was a different setup. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just maybe to because um, it's a long day because it was a later game. I think it was a four o'clock start, was, maybe yeah. or some. So I thought maybe sitting around all day, maybe they thought that would be a problem. Um, so, but I think everything kind of got thrown off a little bit. I don't know if that makes you know that made a difference or not, but. Um, we felt kind of sluggish. I think a lot of people just felt sluggish that day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe it was from jet lag or something we ate. But, yeah, I think we we were not playing that well. Um, and they were on fire that day, and I think we probably underestimated them a little bit. Wasn't their quarterback named John Fitzgerald? <laughs> something like that? <laughs> that sounds I, right. I think he was just red. But the funny thing is, Brian, if I remember correctly, you guys scored on your opening drive. You went right down the field and scored. But then after that, yeah, it just, I think we were starting off pretty good. Yeah, and then we could not get in the end zone at the no. end of the game for some reason. No, you could not, and it was it was frustrating. And the other thing, and the '96, and I don't want to bring up a tragedy, but it's part of what I remember. The '96 bowl game, of course, Diane Mitchell losing her life on the drive down there. Texas Tech didn't stand a chance against that '96 team, it, even without that. But when you threw the emotion yeah. in from that, I mean, I, I just remember the amount of emotion that you guys 
had Texas Tech didn't, Byron Hansbard did not stand a chance. That Iowa team was no. on a mission. <laughs> and, and I knew them in Mitchell since uh, I think Mark and I started going to school together in our preschool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wow. so, yeah, I'd known her um, for a long, long time. What a wonderful woman. Yeah, I didn't mean to bring up something really sad, but, you know, kind of want to, you know, I, that was part of what I remember about that season, unfortunately. But, yeah, the, the 97 season was um, – that was a weird one. It's just hard to explain. But so, Brian, when did you start kicking? When did you realize that, hey, man, I can? I mean, I know you had some good success at City High, whatever. But when did? When? How did you become a kicker? Oh yeah. So um, my dad actually uh, worked with Gary Hughes with the, the Johnson uh-huh. County yeah. um, Sheriff's Department. Okay. And they were doing security for Hayden early on, before he got really, really um, famous and. Uh, um, so, and they change over security. So for a while, um, my dad would come back and give me all the updates on Rob Hotland and all the tips that he got from him okay. just on the sidelines or talking to him. And so I was playing soccer at the time and playing football, but um, I think he's, he could see that I had uh, a good kicking ability, and so he really pushed me into uh, trying to you know, practice field goals and, and kick on that. So that was probably mm-hmm. like fifth grade, I think. It was about okay. uh, hmm. around the 90, um, 85 season. Okay. I think I was about fifth grade or so, and I, that's when I remember starting to like practice it, and uh, got a tee, and um, would you know work in the backyard or go to the school and kick around a little bit. So I think that was pretty early on that I decided that that could be a path. And then you ended up getting. You, awesome. I know you walked on at Iowa, but like you said, you ended up getting put on scholarship. And what's funny is Kirk Ferentz, We've heard him say today. You know, if I had a kid growing up right now, he goes, I'd tell him to start kicking. I'd tell him to start punting. Punting. He just says he goes. It's. I mean, Iowa's going to Australia now to find punters. Well, they sure got one this year. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah, they do. But think about that. I mean, that, but Kirk says he goes. It's an, a lost art. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, when I came out of high school, um, they I had two 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 offers to walk on you and I in Iowa, and so I was like, well, you know, I think I can make it at the Division One level, so I want to try that, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, it's 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 gained a lot of popularity. I think there's a, a better, more appreciation for the kickers and punters these days, mm-hmm. um, especially in the um, parent system where punting is so critical and field goals are so critical. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, is it the kind of thing? Do you uh, on Sundays go out and, and kick a few hundred balls or anything? I mean, do you still kick? Not anymore. No, no. Uh, for a few years after school, I uh, I pursued. Football, um, I did get signed with the Giants right out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went out there and went through training camp with them. I was competing against uh, Brad Aloiso. Okay, okay. Um, so it's really hard to make it sure. there because you have to beat out the incumbent. I mean, there's no backup kickers or punters in the NFL. And they're all good. One kicker, one punter. And yeah. it's the NFL. Yeah, and they're, they're there for a reason, and they've already been there. So you have to be way better than them, or there has to be some kind of other reason like they're – you're neck and neck, and they're making way more money than sure. you. So, because yeah, it's a business. Um, so, pursued that for a little bit. Played some arena football with uh, Barnstormers and uh, Quad City Arena Two team. Mm-hmm. So they did that for a few years till about 2001. Then I kind of gave up the career and went into my. Uh, well, I was working at the time, and the last couple years of, of playing. So I'd commute down to Quad Cities after after work and uh, just kind of did that for fun. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, were you two years ahead of Tim Dwight in school? 
In school, yeah. And then he was one year apart. He didn't redshirt. He didn't redshirt. He but, Iowa. So do you remember the first time you ever heard of him as a kid growing up in Iowa City? Like the first time you um, – was he a phenom from the very beginning? Was it just the first time you ever heard of Tim, it was him just running faster than everyone? Do you remember that? Yeah. I think it was like he was eighth grade or something. I started hearing his name. Okay. Um, and his dad was teaching at sure. City mm-hmm. High, too. Great um, man. So that probably hurt a little bit around it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, when he – his first game was his freshman year – they moved him up to varsity, and we were in the playoffs. I think my junior year, uh-huh. and it, yeah, he ran eighty yards on his first carry. So I that, that was uh, eye-opening. <laughs> I remember I was working at the Des Moines Register at the time, taking calls. This was nineteen ninety. God, this is thirty <laughs> years. And I remember the coach calling in with that score, and the hey, the, a star was born tonight. That's the first time I ever heard of the name Tim Dwight, and that would have been yeah, yeah. I remember that. Well, when I f- first started here at the station, I um, was doing the play-by-play for the football basketball uh-huh. baseball you did a lot of city high games didn't yeah you? i did and but the first game i watched uh, tim dwight play i mean first play was a pitch right touchdown and, i mean and it was just uh unbelievable well, you know a wall of blockers it was a combination of his incredible speed and skill but their offensive line was, was they incredible. just destroyed everybody yeah I mean, yeah. And so, Brian, let's talk a little. I mean, Dan Savers just announced. I know you played for Larry Brown, but Dan was the defensive coordinator when you were there, right? Yep, yep. But, yeah, just um, Dan Savers, I, a great man. He's been so accessible over all these years or whatever. But, man, it made me kind of feel old when I realized he had been at City High for 41 years, or he's been there for 41 years. Just, just thoughts on him finally deciding that he's going to at least retire from coaching. Yeah, I mean, that's unbelievable that he's been there that long and dedicated to the school and um, yeah, he was. Um, it'll, it'll be strange to have kind of a a new whoever takes over. That'll yeah. be kind of a. I don't know if it'll be a carry on, kind of like what he did with taking over for Larry Brown, who was my coach at the time. And um, yeah, so that it'll be interesting to see who kind of, who kind of fills that void. But um, congrats to him. That's that's amazing amount of time to commit to that program and just this passion around football is just tremendous. He had a heck of a career at City I and he. Uh, was a gym gym teacher as well for mm-hmm. my my daughters. That's right. So when when's the last time my you were mom back? was also a gym teacher at City High for many years? Oh, cool. Um, in the nineties and that's early two right. thousands. That's right. I do remember. Okay, that's right. Now it's all Diane start- Di- Di- That's right. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, that's right. It's all starting to come back to me now. Hey, when's the last time you were back in Iowa City? Oh, uh, uh, actually. Uh, Late last year, I think. Okay, my, my grandfather passed away. I'm sorry so to come back for that. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, your um, school looks a lot different. I mean, they're building a Tom. You, I mean, City High looks a lot different. They're building a brand new, much Un- needed gymnasium. Unbelievable new. You're gonna uh, be. You're. I mean, it's. I mean, they're running out of space over there. But man, I give them credit. They're figuring out a way to make it work. But they're building a brand new gym, and it's looking really nice over there. You'll be very you, impressed. You won't even recognize it. Yeah, it's really yeah, nice. I bet. <laughs> And, yeah, that's one thing they've definitely needed. So, well, Brian, listen, this has been a lot of fun. I'll stay in touch. I appreciate your support with our websites, and I want to do whatever we can to help you get spread the word on your website because I think it's something really unique, and I think it's something where people can help you get it set up to where people can get you, know, get you information. And I think you'd like it to where you just, instead of you having to go find the information, people can find you with the information. Isn't that kind of your goal eventually? Yeah, so I- I've been doing a lot of research on like old newspaper archives websites to try to find out even like rosters and who played when and where okay. did people grow up and what school they went to and play, you know, what years did they actually play? 
on the team. And so some, some of your pa- um, past podcasts with some of your history with Fred Brown and stuff, those are awesome because that gives me some things to look in and say, oh, I don't have that person's name on there. Or, okay. Um, I get, it fills in a gap when they talk about their background. I can kind of summarize some of that info. So, yeah, I'm looking for anyone who wants to help contribute to it or they've got a grandfather's old photos that they want to send me. I mean, anything like that. I'd okay. love to try to consolidate some of that old history into one site so people can do research and I think it's great. not forget about cool. some of the old people. All right. Well, that's awesome. We will do what we can to help. And, hey, this has been a lot of fun catching up with you, Brian. I appreciate you calling in, especially so early out on the West Coast. Tom, anything else? No. Oh, wait. we got to ask. Great. Oh, yeah. we got one question we got to ask you. We do this with every ex-former Hawkeye, current Hawkeye. Tom, will you uh, take it over? All right. We've gotten some absolutely fantastic answers to this and some absolutely not, not so much. It's not sports-related. So here, here's the, the question. Okay. Gary Barta picks up the phone calling Brian Hurley. He says, Brian, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to find me an act or a band to fill up Kinnick Stadium. Who is Brian Hurley going to get? Yeah, I've been thinking about this question. I thought you might want to, you might ask okay. this one. Oh, um, yeah, you guys gave me some recommendations a while back. Uh, Fecal Flow and Luke Stools. <laughs> They're pretty popular bands out here in Portland. All right, they'd fill up Kinnick in more ways than one. Hey, I got, hey Brian, I do. That's a, that may be our best answer, but Dirk, wow. just, Dirk just reached out. He goes, please ask Brian if he would like listeners to share their old videos of Hawkeye football games with him. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, re- well, I'll give you a real serious answer, too. Uh, I think uh, uh, Pearl Jam would probably feel oh, without yes. Oh, yeah, Pearl Jam would be great. Yeah, yeah, no, they would. Yeah, They're they my favorite would. band. Okay, that that makes sense. Um, the... Uh, yeah, if they just reach out through that website, HawkeyeRecap.com, okay. and they can just tell me what they've got, and we can try to figure out if there's a way to get it converted, or I can figure out a way to do that. Um, yeah, definitely just let me know, um, and see if it's already on the site, because there is some random older games that are on there. Okay. So if it's not there, let me know, and we can work out something or figure out a way to get it on there. Okay, I'll let Dirk awesome. know. All right, Brian, thanks. This has been a lot of fun catching up. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, thank you. All right, All right. see you. That was actually a fun interview. It was. Yeah, and I and he is he's good. sponsoring our podcast. I want to help him because it's a it's a neat website.